Hello. Living a spiritual life daily. That is our topic for today. I'm Tony Clarkson and I'm with my good friend Michael G. Rachel and the podcast is called Time Out for Something Spiritual. Hi everyone. Michael. Living a spiritual life daily. Living a spiritual life daily. What do we mean by that? Well, I can only go, as we, we all do, by personal experience. And over the years, in, in working as a medium and examining uh, spiritual concepts and being uh, given spiritual information from Joseph and his soul group, uh, I've become hardwired into the fact that I'm a spirit being and that we are each a spirit being. And so every morning when I wake up, I begin the day automatically on two levels. I begin the day knowing that I have a material day ahead of me but I am also aware at that same point that I am a spirit, that I am on a, on a spiritual journey, and that, very importantly, I'm not here forever. And that last statement influences how I live my life, uh, because it's pointless to me seeking power, because power here is transient. It's pointless to me seeking riches and riches and riches, because wealth, here, accumulated, is transient. And so each day of my life I attempt, I don't always succeed, but I attempt to live my life from the spiritual perspective as, as much as I possibly can and to infuse into my dealings with people and into my personal dealings uh, a, a spiritual aspect so that I hopefully enrich the lives of others, do no harm to others, and advance my own journey by the way in which I react to the situations and challenges that present themselves to me. Michael, that is amazing. And it's going to be uh, difficult for a lot of people to accept that, uh, because people get pulled back into materiality so quickly. Yes. Everybody around them is material in their thinking. Yes, and it's not a fixed point, Tony. The, the, the spiritual perspective is not a fixed point because we are each an evolving spirit. We learn from our experiences here. And I, I look back at, at my life and my earlier life and think, uh, well, would I change anything? And I think the answer is no, because even the darkest times, the most challenging times, have brought me to this point. So they were valuable. So we have to look at the experiences in our lives and not condemn ourselves for the things that we possibly think we got wrong uh, or were harmful to ourselves or to others. Because the fact that we can look back on those things now and view them from that viewpoint means that we've moved on. We've changed. We've evolved. It's growth, isn't it? It's growth. Yeah. And... Uh... I know looking back over my life and everybody around me looking back on their lives, there's adversity happens. Yes. There's things happen and you think it's never going to end when you're in it and you think that uh, it's the end of the world. Uh, but actually, it's a time for growth, isn't it? You can move out of that. Yes. I think that's an excellent point as well, Tony, in that in the, in the darkest times, if you live from a spiritual perspective, you know that those times are only yeah. affecting part of what's happening yeah. to you and what you are. 
and you know that there is uh, an end to them, as you say, in sight, and change will happen because change is how we express ourselves and how we learn spiritually, and that we are, despite our challenges, um, perfectly safe on a spiritual level, that we are immortal, eternal beings, that we are a part of the divine, and that we are moving onwards to a, a, a reconnection with our spiritual home. And so it, it, it changes not only our view of life, but our view of death too. Also, it can change the path of things, can't it, along the way. Uh, I remember working with a lady psychotherapeutically, and she had somebody uh, who she worked for who was 20 years younger than her, uh, and was a bully, and she'd come to me because she felt like she needed to overcome this. She didn't want to leave a job because it was an incredibly well-paid job. And what we did was we worked with the emotions behind the bullying and mitigated them, negated them, I should say, the emotions, so that her view uh, not spiritually, but mentally, of him changed. It's almost like a forgiveness, if you like. And at that point, he changed as well. And they became best of friends. And it's like, if you change the steps of the dance, yes. the partner you're dancing with also has to change that dance. Yes. And this is, one, this is a spiritual action. It's not a physical action. It's, it's you working spiritually to uh, overcome a particular situation. Yes. It's you taking the lead in the situation. And listening to your inner voice. Yeah. Uh, and your inner voice will perhaps tell you things that you would not have considered before. I remember that when I took the leap, and it was a leap, to work full-time as a medium, uh, I was working as a director in a leading advertising agency. I had a great job, a great uh, salary, I had a, a company car, I had an expense account, I had shares in the company, but my soul, my heart said, now is the time. Now that was a leap. Yeah. Uh, and I took that leap. One day I just resigned. And I had no immediate prospects in front of me that I could see, but I knew it was time to do what I'm doing today, and that was 40 odd years ago. And so it will change your view as to what is important and what isn't. And you will listen to that inner voice. And when you're prompted by that inner voice, you will act on it. This is so important, isn't it? Listening to that inner voice. Yes. But then also realizing you've got to act on it. Yes, you have to do you something. You can't ignore it. Yeah. Um, people use the phrase walking through treacle. Uh -huh. And if you, if you don't listen to that voice, you're walking through treacle. Yes. Yes, so it's a completely different way of life, but it's a liberating way of life in that uh, the things that formerly bothered you won't anymore yeah. or won't as much or you will view them with a different set of eyes. Uh, and so it will give a, a, an added dimension to your life and a richness to your life, <laughs> but it will also set you apart from many people and you have to be prepared for that. That's right. Because so many people are steeped in this illusion and don't want to come out of the illusion, and don't want to consider anything more than the, the safe and small life that they've got. You mentioned earlier that life on Earth is transient. Yes. And uh, 
it doesn't seem to be in the psyche of so many people. Uh, they seem to, like you said, accumulate with a view that they're going to take it with them. Yes. Material things. Yes. And it's not on the agenda, is it? Or that they're going to be here forever. Now, I would love to shake the hands of the man or woman <laughs> that has defied physical death. Not one of us has ever done that. So we, we are on an inevitable journey. But it's not an inevitable journey into oblivion. No. It is an inevitable journey into reconnection with our spiritual family and a step closer to the divine that created us. I sometimes think that life is like going on stage, finishing the play, and then coming off. Yeah. And that's what happens. We come down to earth. We have an agenda that we've worked out. It's our own agenda. Uh, we act it out or we don't act it out. And then we come off the stage. It's a very good analogy. And uh, years ago when I produced a, a magazine on uh, special effects in TV and film, I was privileged to be able to visit, visit the film studios in Shepperton and Pinewood and Ealing. And I saw how the sets were constructed. You know, you'd find yourself in a room and it would look absolutely real. But if you turned a corner, you would see that that room was made up of panels of wood uh, just uh, nailed together temporarily yeah. to create an illusion. And I remember uh, on visits to soul groups, to, to higher vibrations and higher realities, on returning to Earth for days afterwards, this world just looked like a stage set. And the reason I'm, I'm mentioning that, and I think I've mentioned it before in our podcast, is to, to say, look, it's, it's not as solid and uh, permanent as you think it is. It is exactly as you said, Tony, it's a stage. And it's a stage against which we play out our role in life and we react to the challenges that are presented to us whilst we're on that stage. But one day we will leave the stage. One day there'll be a final bow and off we go. I feel like saying that in big words. Yes. Because people don't get it. They, they act out as though they are going to live forever. Yes. They accumulate. Yes. And look at the number in the bank account. Yes. And watch it increase. And they're 88 years old and still watching that number increase. Well, yes, yes. Yeah. As though it will be of any use to them once right. they've left this yeah. world behind. Yeah. But it's, you know, death is not a, it's not a finality, it is a transition. And if we bear that in mind, then it, it influences how we look at our lives and how we live our lives. Absolutely. And it just reminded me of an old television program. The, the catchphrase was, and remember, death can be fatal. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Michael, thank you so much. And thank you, Tony. Uh, I look forward to speaking to you next week. As do I. God bless. Bye-bye. Take care.